the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. They drove right past Hunter Biden. You know, I have to say, I would be um, really excited if we had a law enforcement agency that really focused on the political corruption. I think, in fact, if we had, say, a federal bureau of investigation that really looked in to the skullduggery in our government and politics, I think they could have possibly saved the once great city of Chicago, now known as the sewer of Chicago. I mean, after all, Mike Madigan's law offices were right there. Right there. Everybody knew what was going on with the dailies. Everybody knows what goes on with the Chicago gangsters. Dick Mel, Ed Burke, and the rest of them. You all know there's not 50 aldermen. Those are 50 thieves. And you all know how they're interwoven. Everybody knows what goes on in Springfield, how it's controlled from Chicago. If there was only a federal... Bureau, some sort of investigative group that could dive in to this political corruption and skullduggery. Maybe we could get an exit ramp built in less than 15 years for a cost under $2 billion. would be interesting if we had this federal bureau that could investigate all of these politicians that have PACs, like Adam Kinzinger. Never worked a day in his life. He's worth millions of dollars. How? Or we could maybe look into, you know, Paul Pelosi, I mean, he went from a two-bit real estate broker to worth $500 million if you funge out the value of his assets. Boy, oh boy, that's a lot of money. And then you could maybe have a country that ran with integrity and honesty. But it would take those Federal Bureau of Investigators, it would take them to be non-political and only married to the idea of the law. Maybe, maybe, if we made them swear an allegiance to the principles of the founding, maybe that would help. You think so? I don't think so. I remember what they are. I remember the scandals in the past. I'm well aware of what the Federal Bureau of Investigators, as it is now. In my old neighborhood, it's called Forever Bothering Italians. Now it's just a punchline and a joke. And now we find out if that's not bad enough. And this morning, the New York Post is now reporting that the federal magistrate here in Florida, who approved this search warrant, uh, after he left working for the U.S. Attorney's Office back in 2008, he then went into private practice and represents seven, several associates of the disgraced financier and accused serial pedophile, Jeffrey Epstein. That's bad. That's bad, but that's the judge that signed the warrant. He, he went out of government, worked for Epstein, then went back into government. No red flags there. None. And it does explain Bill Clinton and all the rest of it. It really does explain it. But I'm going to take it uh, uh, a little uh, schadenfreude myself. 
because I would be gleeful if we had this Federal Bureau of Investigators that really arrested these Democrat mafia members from pick a daily scumbag family, pick a Madigan scumbag, a Burke, a Dick Mel, pick one. Like, for instance, when they arrested that piece of garbage, Rod Blagojevich, I loved it, loved it, drag his ass off to jail. A little disappointed, though, when they let him out. That was me. So I like enjoying Rachel Maddow, who makes $100,000 a day. The reason I sometimes will tune in to Rachel Maddow is I love the idea that there is somebody out there who makes $100,000 a day for no other reason than her sexual proclivities. I find that titillating. She has no qualifications. She's been wrong from the first time they turned on the lights and said, action, to today. If you watched her over these last three years, you can't find a show she was ever writing. But yesterday's show was something to behold. Tomorrow is the day when you're going to want to buy the physical copy of the newspaper. You're going to want to buy it and fold it carefully, maybe put it in a little archival paper or parchment if you don't have that. Just put it away someday. You might, depending on how saucy you're feeling, you might want to just note, perhaps in archival ink in the margin of tomorrow's paper, note anniversary of Richard Nixon, Nixon's resignation as president. People will get a kick out of that some 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 years down the road. Do do all Democrats stutter? They got the little bat, 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 bat. I think they do. I mean, the reason you might buy tomorrow's paper is because if the world doesn't collapse into ash by then, your grandkids, grandkids someday are going to look at that old physical newspaper you were able to save from August 9th, 2022, and they are going to goggle at the thought of what your life must have been like. They are going to goggle at the thought of what it must have been like for you to see something like this happening in your lifetime. In re- Now, I asked Squirrel earlier, what's a goggle? Anybody know what a goggle is? Is that something that happens in her boudoir late at night? A goggle? Real time for the first time ever in American history, having no idea how it would play out. So this is how it's going to be, because that is the National Democrat Station. That is the mantra of exactly what they're playing in different versions. The Democrat morons, the baby murderers unite. The Democrat baby murderer party, they enjoy this. This is a big deal for them. They do not have the understanding to realize you do understand just how politicized law enforcement in this country is. And they keep getting more power and more money. And that doesn't bother them because what they understand is there is a reason all of these Chicago gangsters, all of the New York gangsters. And by, when I say gangsters, you don't think I mean a couple of Italian guys talking about the line of a sports game, do you? A couple loan sharks? No, 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 no. Those are not gangsters. Those are patsies. The real gangsters have titles that say honorable in front of their desk. They're politicians. And they have an infrastructure from judges like the scum in Cook County that sit on the investment fund, Table of Wisdom LLC, with Ed Burke, like those scum, all the way down to the prosecutors. Ooh, the prosecutors. I hear there's prosecutors. They want you to. There's no Democrat conspiracy. If you're a prosecutor in that sewer of Chicago and you didn't prosecute one of these gangsters, you're one of two things. You're either too stupid to know what a crime is or you're one of them. It's that simple. And as I go through the evidence, the tapes of exactly how in and out of scum life these government officials go all democrats i remember certain things a report released by republicans tuesday highlights more text messages between fbi agents peter strzok and lisa page president trump addressed the remember them you don't remember them huh squirrel you too young 
These are FBI agents. He was 26 years. And this piece of dung now works for a network. This piece of dung who should have been in prison. Text messages. Thousands and thousands of them. We have contingency plans. We have all kinds of things. And they don't forget. And he had friends 26 years working in the FBI. Forever bothering Italians. He had friends there. A lot of guys named O'Malley. A lot of Irish guys with that side part, sexually frustrated wives because they're short in their trousers. A lot of scumbags, and they're loyal to him. That's how they kept the secret of his affair while he was jumping that horse who could eat an apple through a fence, Lisa Page. Lisa on Twitter saying, quote, new FBI texts are bombshells. The two FBI agents have been accused of political bias during the investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails. Republican Senator Ron Johnson, who is chairman of the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, released the report. And it alleges then President Obama was keeping tabs on the agent's investigation. See- now, how did he do that? He could not have done that unless the Federal Bureau of Investigation, as we know it, forever bothering Italians, was in on the scam. Of course they were. They had contingency plans. I remember all the texts. Yes, News Justice reporter Paula Reed joins us now from Washington to talk about all of this because, Paula, this comes uh, just two months after the Justice Department released 90 pages of texts between Strzok and Page. Uh, the report contains four times, though, as many messages. So are there true... And what happened? Absolutely nothing. Because they got the judges, too. The judges like the one that signed the paperwork. And this morning, the New York Post is now reporting that the federal magistrate here in Florida, who approved this search warrant uh, after he left working for the U.S. Attorney's Office back in 2008, he then went into private practice and represents seven, several uh, associates. 2008, he leaves. You remember what happens late in 2008, early in 2009, Squirrel? Of course you don't. You were playing tiddlywinks. However, a travesty of justice was going on. It's when the Florida court system, in conjunction with corruption, rigged it so that nobody who helped Epstein, nobody who participated in all the flights to Pedophile Island, nobody could ever be held accountable. Then all they had to do was whack one guy. But first tonight, a devastating development today for this group of women who say they were sexually abused by Jeffrey Epstein and his alleged accomplices. They won't have a chance to go after those accomplices in court. This is due to a federal judge's ruling that happened today. Contact 5 investigator Sam Smink here in studio breaking down the decision. Sam? Disappointed and frustrated. Those are the words we are hearing over and over again from Epstein's victims and their attorneys. They are considering an appeal. The agreement at the center of this court case was negotiated in secret in 2008 between the U.S. attorney in Miami and Epstein's attorneys. The agree- Did you hear that? In secret. Negotiated. How could it have been done? Because he formally worked for the government. Then Epstein paid him a boatload of zort. And he left and came and worked for him. Then he cut a scumbag deal. And do you think it just protected Epstein? Oh, I don't think so. Agreement kept Epstein and his co-conspirators, both named and unnamed, from being federally prosecuted in Florida. A federal judge ruled in West Palm ruled earlier this year that secret agreement violated the Crime Victims' Right Act. But he ruled today that by law and because of Epstein's death, he can't throw out the agreement and allow co-conspirators to be prosecuted in Florida. There's nothing I could do. The perfect crime once again. Just like how all of the emails and corruption of the Clintons, the perfect crime. Oh, that's politics. No, 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 that's not politics. That's crime. 
Just like having a crack degenerate scum kid and using him as a bag man to put him on the board of an oligarch-run company so you can pretend that it's a country and there's a money laundering scheme back and forth and back and forth. That's a crime. Rosemont Seneca is not only going to get audited by the IRS, the Federal Bureau of Incompetence isn't going to look at it either. And guess what happens later on as long as that crime is allowed. Today, the Pentagon announced the largest single military package yet for Ukraine. The U.S. is pledging another billion dollars in rockets, ammunition and other equipment. That's yesterday. Another billion. See, if you can get in this bull dung mafia of the Democrats, you're pretty much the Teflon Don. You're pretty much untouchable. And man, oh man, is the money good. Well, we've got even more newly released text messages from FBI agent Peter Strzok. They appear to show other intelligence officials may have been involved in leaking to the media information leading up to the Hillary Clinton email probe and the Trump-Russia investigation. A text reading, quote, think our sisters have begun leaking like mad, scorned and worried and political. They're kicking it into overdrive. Sisters refers to the inside the beltway term for sister intelligence agencies like the CIA. And they got friends all through government. That's why when you hear about bills being passed, avert your eyes to the up, open and notorious and obvious, obvious corruption. You call it a government. I call it La Cosa Nostra. And their headquarters are 1600 Pennsylvania. Not Taylor Street, baby. Pull your head out of your derriere and realize who the real gangsters are. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Then I saw her face. You know, the left, one thing you must admire is the wrong word, but one thing you must appreciate... They are wordsmiths of deception. They are scum of the earth. So they want to demonize a word. Oh, what is, it's not a conspiracy. Do you know what is a conspiracy, Squirrel? A prospectus. Did you know that? A business plan. That's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy to succeed. Layout of goals and objects in order to make money. The Democrat prospectus is what you're going through right now. It's why... And it's almost beautiful because what there are morons that vote for them that want to be in the mafia. They either refuse to recognize how evil it is, the corruption of it, or they simply want to profit from it so much they're blinded by their own greed. So they're willing to tolerate the corruption. And here's how steep it goes. There was a daily nephew, big meathead daily. So they must have mated with a family with a larger gene pool, a deeper gene pool, because they're a very shallow gene pool as you look at the dailies really quite shallow morons and this kid's about 63 maybe 64 270 pounds he's walking in rush street all drunk with his irish gangster connected friends all short in the trousers though and they're also the reasons lap dances are 30 dollars. and he sees a little kid there doesn't recognize the guy but he's a young kid he's out he's about the same age they're about 19 18 years old the only thing is this kid was five foot seven and he weighed 126 pounds and this big scumbag, while walking by him, sucker punched him. Not a word said. Kid goes down and he crashes his head on the curb and he dies. They had so much clout 
that they shipped that big meathead, short-in-the-pants Irishman all the way to California, where he was the personal assistant to Rahm Emanuel's brother. And nobody heard anything. The judge threw it out. What are you going to do? Boys will be boys. So the clout and the corruption is so steep, you can actually get away with murder. So you don't think that what we're experiencing now is just a brief glimpse into that corruption? Then somebody explain to me why an open and notorious crack-smoking, whoremongering bagman is not investigated, is not raided. Why the same entity has been protecting evidence with all of the information, all of it. You could arrest the entire Biden crime family tomorrow. And the same entity wanted to get a suntan in Mar-a-Lago. And that's not political and it's not a conspiracy. I see you rat bastards and I know what you do. Now I'm going to take this guy in Chicago who I have him pictured in my head just like all of those Chicago Democrat fat asses. Sat in an incubator for 30 years pretending to be job, talking about all the guys he knew so he could keep the job. Then he gets to his pension at 52 and he goes and pretends he's a success by sitting in his house waiting for the check to roll in. All the time talking about how great Chicago Democrats are. Right, Jim? <coughs> Chicago? You got it right on the head, Sean. I, I just want to say this this raid reminds me of the song by Chicago, Only the Beginning. That's the only song I can think of today. How come, how come it is, was was it the beginning when the they beginning. raided when they raided Ed Burke's office? Was that the beginning? Or did he have so much clout, that old yeah, red but, bastard? But, but, but that they're never gonna Kelly, try him. Eddie who I love. I love Eddie, by the way. But he wasn't yeah. the president of the United States. Eddie's a piece of dung. He wasn't no, really he was a man just, or a gangster either. He just no, had other guys in clout. Guy. He wasn't a man. Walked around with Viagra and $30 whores in Rush Street pretending to be a man. What about Mike no, Madigan? Whatever happened when they raided his office? Was it just the beginning, Jim? You see, when you got enough clout, when you're big enough in the organized syndicate called the Democrat Party, you never really go to jail. What about Dick Mel and those freaks' kids and their husband? What about them? He's got enough clout. How many guys you want to go through? I know them all, too. The only difference is you kiss their ass, I scare them to death because I know what they are. Scum, not men. Uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how are you tonight? Good, how are you? Listen, we got the interesting week uh, continues. Uh, I got a few quick things to say if I can. Uh, this raid on uh, President Trump's house in Florida... It's just another uh, another way to discredit this uh, uh, to discredit him, so he can't run for office. Because the Democrats know that the uh, the comic hearings they put on on January sixth didn't move the needle at all, and people know that there's no. Uh, You're there's half right, brother. You're half right, Rich. This isn't about Trump. It's about you. This is a message to scare what? you. This bill with the IRS agent scare well, you. Not going to misappropriation of the FBI. Scare you. Corruption. Up to the very tippy top. And I don't give a rip who. Oh, he. Trump appointed Ray. Well, that explains why he's not grotesque looking like the rest of the Democrats. That doesn't mean the body isn't scum. Of course it is. Wow. Ray's just a po political appointee. He's just an excuse maker. He's the face they send to the bureaucracy. The inner workings that let these thing. Democrat neighborhood mafias thrive. That's where the corruption really lies. And that's where the good looking women are. Like Lisa Page, who could eat an apple through a fence. I'm pretty sure she could winnie if I wanted her to. Last time I saw a face like that, it had a bit in it and a little tiny guy on the back. I bet on her, and I lost.
go to some more good news. The US intelligence agency, the FBI, they formally admitted that agents used flawed forensic testimony in criminal investigations for over 20 years. Ah, get out of here. They're a good group. It's no conspiracy. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Man, oh man, the naivete when this movie came out. Back to the future. Everybody thought there was uh, integrity in the government, that it wasn't absolutely corrupted. Well, when I say everybody, I mean all the kids. Back then, I was a kid. The idea that the government was actually who you should be afraid of isn't something you learn until you start to produce, you start to make money, you start to go into business. Then you realize how aligned the American politician is with the communist Chinese. We still support the one China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There was nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from Wrong. Hey, drunk, dimwit, inside trading whore. Political, of course. It's a communist country, you fracking moron. It's not free at all. People are murdered in prison. There's no lawyers. <gasps> what would our Congress people do? What would our Senate do? There's no lawyers. There's no defense lawyers. Guilty. Kind of like the IRS or the EPA or the FBI. No lawyers. But did she just say they're the freest country? I guess if you really think about exactly what these politicians, specifically the Democrat mafia politicians, have been doing to Americans, we're just as imprisoned as those Chinese communists are. So this drunken whore is actually right. You stupid son of a... Michael, Southside. Hi, Sean. How's it going? Good. How are you? Great. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I hope you and your loved ones are well. Me too. Um, I, I'm i actually a little bummed out about the IRS hiring 87,000 uh, more employees. But there may be some good that comes out of it. All right. Enlighten uh, me, this, please. This Give scam. me some good news, kid. Sure. Oh, you'll love this. There's a scam in Chicago, and I've seen this in a couple of different situations. Now, you know, there, there are single moms here in the city who will have, you know, multiple kids, and they shake up with the baby daddy. Uh-huh. But they don't get married. The IRS considers the, the mother as a single mother and taxes her accordingly. And that, that means that after the mom files her taxes, she maxes out all of these um, tax credits available f- uh, from the IRS. Yeah. So we're talking, you know, nice, you know, nice fat four figure checks, uh, you know, tax refunds that these uh, single moms yeah, get. Yeah, because they found if, a way, these... they found a way to double down on the welfare. You don't really tax people who are on welfare. You make them feel like they're actual citizens by making them go through the process where once they do file because you got to remember it's like 70 percent of the welfare recipients rarely file but because in their mind you don't have to make if you don't make 15,000 a year you don't have to file and technically they're right so what the vast majority is they don't file the ones that do file get another tax credit that you're speaking of per child but the irs doesn't investigate that my man did you know that 
IRS well, won't touch know, that with a 10-foot pole. It's the welfare fraud he, and prevention investigators. We got well, layers you know what? and it's layers. Bad. What do you think they do, Michael? What do you think the what do you think the well the welfare protection investigators do? What do you think they do all day? They wait around like that like that former municipal worker in Chicago on their fat ass for their pension to kick in. They do absolutely guts on ghoul. When's the last time there was a scandal broke about welfare fraud? The whole damn thing is fraud. How are you gonna find somebody who's frauding it? Everybody's frauding it. So I appreciate the optimism, but I will say no. Thank you very much. Mary Ellen, Northwest Side. Hey, Sean. A couple points, one on Pelosi and the other on the FBI. All right. I heard you saying that, uh, you know, she said, oh, it's a free society. (laughs) Well, you know what I think she means by free? Uh Free for abortions. Remember that one child policy? Yeah, she likes that. Baby murders unite. They're all part of it. Exactly, because if you had more than whatever they said, they had to. It was a forced abortion. Yeah, well, they, they kill it for the mother's rights. Yeah, it's yeah. great. China. They got so a lot in common with Nancy um, Pelosi. You know what? I'll say this. They look better in suits than, than Nancy Pelosi and her husband do. Nancy's getting a little sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> little saggy, little sloppy. But go ahead. What else you got? And then for the FBI, uh-huh. I find it an outrage that what they did to Trump, yet the FBI just sits outside and guards Hunter's house and Biden's house, and nothing happens to them. Of course not. Well, that's the Secret Service. So the FBI, FBI is corrupt. They can't say, oh, yeah, that the FBI is just following the policy. Yeah, it's following the policy. You know, down here in policy. Florida, you guys wouldn't know this, but down here in Florida, there's a lot of Trump supporters, and what they do is they, they go to Trump's house. Half of them they'll only allow over the bridge. So they want to show this little small group that support Donald Trump, and they're out there with signs, and they're supporting. But they call them protesters. And I love the fact yeah. of how we support our people versus how the pro-baby murderers did. Do you remember when they went to the judges' houses and they threatened them and they yelled at them in the yeah, restaurants? Exactly. Yeah. Not a one of us is going to go do that by Merrick Garland's house. Not a one of us is going to do that to the, the FBI director Ray's house. You know why? we got lives and better things to do. We recognize the scam. Now, the question is, if we can go to good states and fend off the atrocity of a, of a mafia government like this. That's the question to me. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mary Ellen. I hope we can. I guess we'll see. Tom in the Western Burbs. Hey, Sean, number one, don't go national, number one. Number two, uh, what do you think of this? <laughs> Why don't you want me to go what national, baby? It'll get too watered down. Okay, so okay. what do you think of this strategy? I did not think Trump was going to run. Now I think he may throw his hand in, who knows, in the next couple of weeks, because then he's sort of protected because they can't go after him because it'll look so... Obvious that it's a political. You, you know, don't think, right you don't think this looks obvious enough? You remember when he said that the Obama yeah, true. and the Democrats were surveilling his campaign? Well, he was right, and nothing happened. Nothing right. happened. No. There is no job. I love. I love the the point. I've heard this today, and you know, I went around yep. a couple of my friends down here, and they yeah. said the same thing. But what you're doing is is that thing that good people do. You give default to the position that ultimately there's law and justice. I've given you example after example how there's none, not even in the right. case no, when Daly's point. nephew murdered the kid. No justice. There's no justice. Here, right. Comad no. bribed Mike Madigan for 30 years. 30 years they bribed him, minimum. The FBI office is a quarter mile away from Madigan's. Did they do anything? All the Illinois state prosecutors, did it trigger an investigation? 
Come on, brother. That stuff's for me and you. And that's what this is. This is an intimidation tactic. This doesn't have anything to do with right or wrong or American justice. If there was any American justice, 90% of these political whores and pimps would be dragged off to prison. You know, that's the one good thing with China. They don't really have a big process. They find you guilty, and then they finito. They're not big on, on accommodating you in prison either. There's no Richard Specks there with female hormones and boobs having a party in the back. No, that doesn't exist. That's only here. Uh, do I have time for Kevin? Kevin, Austin, Texas, P2 times. Thank you, Sean, for taking my call. Uh, what yesterday demonstrated as far as Trump and also the passing of the IRS, uh, to me, is it doesn't matter where you move. You have to fight where you are to stop the left. There are a few uh, seats in, t- in uh, Illinois that you can flip from Rep- uh, Democrats to Republican. Mm-hmm. So you've got to work to get those to flip and also try to stop uh pritzker from advancing in his political career you get him <laughs> voted out of office I think the only thing he's going to stop him is a heart murmur fantastic. or a cream puff he's going to walk this is a gangster town brother they love it this way look at the names i'm giving you 50 years they were rubber stamping that that yard gnome short in the pants madigan 50 years they tolerated the thing is the people fast at, fast eddie burke like on the viagra triangle 50 years with the hookers on his the arm buying drinks like al capone like Come on, they love it this way, baby. You heard the guy from but Chicago people, call, sitting on his fat ass waiting for the pension to come in. They, he loves it. The people that listen to you don't love it, and that's why they got to get involved. It's, it's, it doesn't matter where you move. They're it does matter where you move. You know why? Down here, there's not a one of those bastards. You know why? There's no municipal unions. Down there no in Florida, unions. they just uh, they just went after the president. They went after the president because after- this is the problem Trump. with Trump. Yeah. Well, first of all, it was the judge. Yeah. The judge was a yeah, Democrat. No. That's the East exactly. Coast. The East Coast has three stop. counties, all Democrats. That's why they have drug addicts urinating on the sidewalk. The East Coast is you go there for dinner and then you drive back to the West Coast. East Coast, too many, too many New York Democrats. Too many New York Democrats. Too many judges who are corrupt. To think about this. Did you ever think a judge could? I work for the government. In the middle of a case, I work for the defendant. The defendant gets off. They cut a secret deal. I work for the government again. That could only happen in New saying, York, I agree with you New that. Jersey, I agree with Chicago, you California. Yeah, scum of the earth. They're mafia members. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Nice cold kid. Exactly what I needed. Now see, everyone will be accused of the equivocation. Boris Epstein, if you remember him from my show last week, he was the co-founder and creator, I believe, of Freedom Jobs Business Cryptocurrency. He uh, was on CNN and this happened. Somebody who is absolutely disqualified from becoming president. They destroyed blackberries with hammers in the State Department. That's not what That's, we won the presidency. Actually, and by the way, Evan, he's talking about Hillary Clinton. When, and the, when, she, when she would, before she was investigated, how she had the server in a private thing, the private, all of it, none of it mattered. Uranium one, I don't worry about it. Are you, it's Hillary Clinton. She's like a head of the five families. They do get portly. When they become the mob mob bosses. Maybe that's why. She must be doing some good eating. 
No, by the way, the report that came out in the 302. Hang on, Evan Perez. Hammers, fact check that for me, please, on the fly. Uh, yes, they did, Brooke. Uh, as so. as, uh, <laughs> as did. you mentioned, there were uh, 13 devices, mobile devices, and five iPads that uh, the FBI said that you know, in some way, were used with with her private email server. And they did, in some cases, just destroy them with hammers when they were done using them. And absolutely no repercussions. None. No repercussions. None. None. But our FBI doesn't have a good reputation. Hate to break it to you doesn't really have a good reputation now this news story is from france she's got a little bit of a british accent however it's relevant the u.s intelligence agency the fbi they formally admitted that agents used flawed forensic testimony in criminal investigations for over 20 years the errors may have led That's to the convictions good. of hundreds of innocent people over a two decade period kate moody Ooh. has the story all right kate he spent 28 years in jail for a murder he didn't commit. Cleveland Wright is among the hundreds who've been convicted of crimes based on flawed forensic analysis. Oh, boy. I didn't know too much about law when I got arrested and locked up. But I just knew I was innocent. And he's not the only one. The FBI has admitted that throughout the 1970s to 90s, it systematically produced inaccurate forensic evidence based on microscopic hair analysis in which analysts visually matched hair samples found at the crime scene to those of suspects. The question. They visually matched it, squirrel. <laughs> they vi- oh, yeah, that's his hair. Yeah, FBI. The question now is why it was permitted to continue, and that's a question that the FBI has to answer after an investigation, a systematic analysis of the root causes. Why did it happen? An investigation by the National Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers and the Innocence Project found that more than 90% of cases studied had errors in their analysis that may have put the wrong culprit behind bars. Among those, 35 defendants were sentenced to the death penalty and nine have already been executed. That's a big mistake. Big mistake. So now this this entity has raided an ex-president that the Democrat mafia sees as a massive threat, most hated man in America, bar none, by the communists, Marxists, Soviets, and socialists among us. And I'm supposed to believe that they're going to find something? Or would I be out of line by saying, hmm, perhaps they can plant something? I mean, what are we going to have to do now? Believe them? These are the same guys that want me to believe Joe Biden got 81 million votes, huh? I don't believe much that comes out of government. I certainly am not going to believe one damn thing that the FBI says. Not one damn thing. They're in a tie with the CDC or NIH or EPA. In fact, where is this government entity that's ever told the American people the truth? Is there one? 312-642-5600. I'll be back. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest. In the nation and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's 
Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. He is as rare as the spotted owl. He is a White House reporter who reports from the perspective of liberty, justice, and Americanism. He's been voted by his peers most likely to be audited by the new IRS agents. His name is Jeff Mordock. He is a reporter for the Washington Times. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing great, Sean. I hope I can live up to that uh, fantastic introduction. Oh, I'm just wondering if you have your outfit picked out for your audit. Um, (laughs) In the meantime, have you ever seen something more obvious than this politicized bureaucracy that we are pretending is a government of integrity? I feel that way about virtually every bureaucracy at this point. Well, what I have to wonder is if this latest move is the tipping point now um, for the FBI, that even when Andrew Cuomo is coming out and saying, this is ridiculous, I do wonder if this is going to be what sort of wakes people up to just how partisan the FBI has become in recent years. Now, I don't want to play an equivocation game. Really, this is not how I like to do things. When you play that game, it's astonishing. And you go back and you revisit the Peter Strzok, Lisa Page scandal. When you go through their text messages, how deep that corruption and that political agenda is. And they warned us would be in the FBI and the CIA, for that matter. And now I face a president who is clearly the most openly corrupt bagman for entities from the unions to Ukrainian oligarchs to the rest of it that this country's ever seen. And yet no one wants to investigate this as as they make the Clintons look like an honest family. And I, I just, you know, at this point, I'm I'm disgusted with the whole idea that there is fairness or justice in this country. Well, part of the, uh, you know, to your point about investigating the Bidens, I mean, this is why elections have consequences. They run the government. The Democrats have all three, have have um, the House, the Senate, in the White House. Um, this is, there, there's not going to be, there's not going to be any kind of investigation with the Democrats in charge. And I think that's why you see this with the slow walking of the Hunter Biden investigation. I mean, it's, yeah, it, 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 it's preposterous at this point. But, you know, you got to remember, Jeff, I'm from Chicago, right? We are the most corrupt city, Illinois, clearly beyond corrupt. And the FBI offices are half mile from the, the Dons, like Mike Madigan. I know you don't know these names. And the only reason Rod Blagojevich went away is because his father-in-law was mad at him. And it's just it's disheartening when you see that this has spread. And when you watch what happened yesterday and you listen to the excuses and you hear the move on, there's no conspiracy here today. It's um, it's insulting. Well, you know what I find is really interesting is sooner or later, um, FBI Director Ray and Attorney General Garland are going to have to explain themselves. This isn't going to go unchallenged by the Republicans. And I have to believe at some point there is going to be something to force them. You know, the Democrats aren't going to haul them before Congress and they're not going to subpoena them. But I do have to believe at some point the pressure is going to mount and they are going to have to address this in some fashion. And they dodge questions today. I have the clip after clip of KJP dodging questions in the embarrassing point. I mean, she's always miscircled back anyway. But 
They're dodging questions, they're not answering questions, and it's also distracting from exactly what is happening in the laws that they're passing, in the omnibus bills that they're passing, and the slush funds that are there for the EPA, this, the massive expansion of, of IRS agents. This is something where the IRS never investigates the Pelosi's. The IRS never investigates the Chicago Democrat contractor who gets the cream puff contracts. They don't investigate the people who control O'Hare Airport. And they really don't do this throughout other states, New York, New Jersey, California. So the IRS isn't there to investigate people who may be committing tax fraud, even though I don't like that term because they're fighting to keep their own money. But it's clearly another bureaucracy that is used as an enforcement agency against political opposition. That's exactly how I feel. And I pose this, when's the last notable Democrat donor to be audited? Well, it's interesting if you look at the Republican um, data for this uh, for this IRS enforcement action. Look at the uh, levels of income that these people will be targeting. I mean, we're, they're looking at these agents are going to be looking at people making less than seventy five thousand dollars a year. This is <laughs> not going to be going after. I mean, that's in the data. These are not going to be going. I mean, they're not going to be going after this the millionaire scofflaws, which is interesting for an administration that has repeatedly demonized businesses and uh, millionaires for paying their taxes, that they're going to escape this unscathed. you got a president from Delaware. The entire state exists around LLCs and fraud. The Biden family itself has been tied to between 85 and 110 LLCs. Mm-hmm. Rosemont Seneca is at the hub of at least three investigations, yet nobody investigates Hunter. No one investigates John Kerry's stepson. Will the IRS be auditing an LLC owned by the mafia? I, I, I no. This is to go after people. I mean, this is to look into. Go after me, me and you. This is who is going to go after. Right, it's to go after the average Americans. And as I said, if you do the math on it, it comes down to people making less than seventy-five thousand. And what's interesting is under this, we'll now have more IRS enforcement agents than we will have custom border patrol agents. So think about that. Yeah, and 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 that seems to be an issue that I am at this point helpless against. As you see, Republicans that are supposed to be representatives neutered, and they do it through a parliamentary trick where they only need 50 votes and they know that they have the easiest lunch date in Washington to push it over the edge. I don't even like the parliamentary trickery in which this passed. Are there grounds to challenge any of this either down the road or immediately? It would have to be down the road. It would have to be with Republicans taking over. But some of these things are are going to be so entrenched now, it's going to be hard to start uh, digging out from that. I mean, that's part of the problem, is once these things get in place and these things get set up, they become institutionalized. And then challenging them becomes becomes the difficulty. Look at almost every agency. I mean, you know, we started talking about the raid in Mar-a-Lago. Look at this as an example of how the FBI and Justice Department, how sort of the the bureaucrats and their political leanings have become institutionalized in those agencies. You're going to see the same thing in every program and in every di- and in every agency that's set up and funded through these bills, that it's going to be hard to scale any of this back, even if Republicans do take over and start trying to dismantle it. Last night, Rachel Maddow was beyond excited. It was almost as if 
edible underwear weren't fattening. She was really worked up. And I know that you work with a lot of Democrats. Are they excited about this? And furthermore, are the people who were not necessarily in love with the Democrat Party disgusted by this among the uh, the press corps? You know, it's interesting. They've, I, I feel the Democratic Party, you know, uh, a few have spoken out, but they've been relatively mum. For example, I'm on the list of um, I'm on the list for, for almost every member of Congress, their press release statement. And last night, I got statement after statement from Republicans condemning the raid, decrying the raid. I got I think I only got maybe two, maybe three statements from Democrats hailing the raid. Beyond that, they have not said much, and I'm, I'm not sure why that is. I don't know if it's just a function of there's so many questions out there we don't know, but I expected to get as many statements from Democrats hailing this as I thought I'd get from Republicans condemning it, and that has not been the case. The one thing that clearly unites the Democrat mafia and their useful idiot voters is Trump. He absolutely and completely unites them. Everybody in this country was recognizing the incompetency of Bidenomics. Everybody was recognizing that the country in total is broke because every 35 to 45 days they have to pass a new spending bill, and they just need a nifty package to wrap it in. Was this really pushed more for solidifying the Democrat Party than it was going after an ex-president? I mean, 15 boxes. And they showed a piece of a picture of a piece of paper in a toilet. I think it absolutely is more about solidifying their base. I mean, the, the Democrat Party has been hemorrhaging. They've been hemorrhaging Hispanic voters, which is really going to hurt them. The, you know, they, they they've been passing. They've been trying to. They, they've been struggling in midterms. You know, Biden had a. By all accounts, Biden had a good week last week, uh, and that really hasn't seemed to move the needle in the polls. Um, and they're really looking for an issue that will, you know, energize their voters. You know, a great example of that is you look at the abortion issue. They thought they had found it with abortion. But with abortion, everybody is already firmly entrenched in their camp. That Kansas vote we, we could talk about may have different meanings to different people. But abortion is not going to energize people any more than it did before the Supreme Court's decision came out, because everybody's already been firmly entrenched in that. So they've really been looking for something that will unite their base. And there is, now I feel like they're running everything up the flagpole and see what will finally solidify them and carry them to, a, to, um, to through the midterms. You know, I... I um... I drive through a lot of states, and a lot of them have that green energy subsidy, the, the scam of the wind, the inadequacies of, of where we are with um, alternative energy. Even Democrats know that it's a fraud. So cooked in this new spending bill are massive, massive subsidies for rich people. Today, Ford announces that their Ford Lightning F-150, because of the supply chain issues and inflation, is going to increase its cost by $8,500. Do you think that the Democrats that work are going to be sick and tired of this fraud green energy movement by the time elections come around? Um, probably not by midterms because they're right around the corner. We're less than 100 days. Uh, maybe when we start to see an impact, it might be in 2024. But even then, um, it's really hard to say. You know, it depends on so many factors. How how strongly they believe in the climate movement, um, what they're paying. I mean, if you're making, you know, 100000 versus, 
you know, 500,000, then that increase doesn't have as much, you know, has a bigger impact. So yeah. it depends on a lot of factors to really. Get the, are you there? We lose you? Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, to, no to really say when it's going to have, an, when, when the impact is going to be felt. You dropped an article I wanted to talk to you about in regards to the transgendering Captain Kangaroo or Mrs. Doubtfire, Janet Yellen. The U.S. hits Russia with new round of sanctions. Are we pretending these sanctions are doing anything other than enriching Rutin Tutin Putin and Russia, which is having a far better surge economically than we are? No, these sanctions aren't doing anything. Um, there's a couple of reasons for that. One is before the war, after, the, after Russia annexed Crimea in, in, in uh, 2014, um, we, Russia was sanctioned by the U.S. and other countries. And Putin took steps to solidify and really internalize the Russian economy so that if further sanctions uh, are, are imposed against the country, they will be okay. They're far less, less reliant on foreign currency than a lot of these other countries. The other thing that I found really interesting about these, um, about these sanctions is they sanctioned a company that was formed to help Russians get around the sanctions. So think about that, that it sprung up this cottage industry for Russia of helping everybody avoid sanctions. Man, oh, man. It's going to be like in the in, uh, you're too young. But in the 70s, they had companies that specifically taught people how to shelter their money from ridiculous taxation when we had a 70 percent tax rate and all the rest of it. And now you're seeing so many American oligarchs, both Democrat and Republican, flee to Puerto Rico, which is somehow a sanctuary area for federal taxes uh you think they'd learn that when you impl when you put in place sanctions you just enrich the ways to go around it they've never worked in fact they've done the exact opposite they always do and the stupidity of americans not realizing that the weapon companies that are based here in america are the ones arming our enemies i mean i'm keep waiting for them to, to wake up but we keep electing democrats and the morons in my country are ruling all of the uh, bureaucracies and all of the, the votes. I, we need something to change. And I know it's going to happen because of your reporting. Well, think back to when we first imposed sanctions all the way back. I think it was, it was March. And we talked about how because of these sanctions, Putin's going to start running out of weapons. He's going to start running out of money. <laughs> we're going to damage the war campaign with this. Now we're practically, we're almost into September. We're about halfway through August. And none of that has happened. I mean, no. he, Putin's still, the war's still grinding on. Putin doesn't seem like he's short of anything. All that's really happening is we keep cutting checks to the oligarchs pretending it's a Ukrainian country. We also ignore the fact they were in a civil war for eight years. And we're also ignoring the fact that 30% of our weapons are only going to the front. Where's the other 70 going? That makes me nervous. But I know I got uh, at least one good reporter who's going to investigate it. His name is Jeff Mordock. And I so appreciate you coming on my show. You know, it's been too long since we've had you on, but I keep my eye on everything you write at the Washington Times. So keep it up, Jeff. I truly appreciate you. Thanks, Sean. I always enjoy coming on here. Thanks for having me. Anytime. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560 the answer balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule am560 the answer
go to a loyal caller, Craig Mount Greenwood. Hey, Slugger, how you doing? Good. What's going Not on? good today. I know that. No, I'm aggravated today. I'm aggravated. Yep, me. I don't like me to be too. pushed around, and I don't get intimidated. I get angry. Hey, you know, Sean, when I was a young guy, and I mean, I'm a senior citizen now, but I'm gonna tell you something. I had a I held the uh, the three letter agencies in very high esteem and everything. I Me thought too. of them like almost like superheroes. Yeah. And if, and I'll tell you something today, I have got the most got the most dis, uh, disgust and disdain for these people. And these they are rotten and evil. They're like devils to me. They're devils. They're absolutely. Well, inco- here's they the thing: they're, they're either incompetent or in on the scam at this point. And everything they allowed, they allowed the Chicago organized syndicate called the Democrat Party to bilk the people for fifty years. The corruption is legendary. And the corruption is legal because it was done by half-assed lawyers, right? So they just allowed and circumvented, never, never investigated. The only good thing about this whole story is I reflect back to when I was a child in Melrose Park. They used to drive around to catch bookmakers in a van with a satellite dish. I'm going back to the 70s and, you know, 80s to try and get bookmakers, you know, in, in, in football season. And they were dumb enough to go to Harlow Grill. There used to be an old lady in there, Ma Brown. And Ma Brown would tell whatever they ordered, oh, I got to go in the back and get it. She'd go in the back and she'd spit on it. That's the only satisfaction I have when we talk about these agencies. <laughs> Thank you very much, Craig and Mount Greenwood. You got to pick out your little nougats of joy in a totalitarian Marxist mafia-run country. We got to have the same sense of humor those communists did. You know, where Nancy Pelosi, they're clearly the freest people I've ever We still support the one-China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There was nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Freedom House is as stupid as your husband, Saggy. Freest. They got. They have people in prison. They, they have no defense lawyers. They execute on sight. They're very free. I guess when you compare them to California, they are. Maybe they are a little freer. 312-642-5600. Bill, you will be first in displays when I get back. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. PC died, too. What the hell is going on? Damn vaccine. You ever watch the real Magnum P.I. Squirrel? Oh, buddy. That was a TV show. I don't watch the new one. The old one. When things were different. In fact, even back then, did you know that Trump back then used to be loved by the Democrats? He was a Democrat back then. Go on all the shows. They loved everything he said. Loved it. Those were different times. Now, he's the victim and the uh, object of their hatred. We are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in over 40 years. Where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year in more than five decades. Then there's the FBI. Let's not forget about that. Bill in displays. Hi, Bill. All right, Bill, we'll effort to get you back. Candace, Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. Hey, Sean, I'm really frustrated because we're still like the people 
driving by the car accident, looking and pointing and gawking and not getting what's really going on. You know, Klaus Schwab, and then we're going to announce, in my opinion, they'll do it earlier than 2030. But what they're going to explain to Americans is what Americans were completely snowed by and never told, that they really don't own anything if you have a Social Security number. Well, speak for yourself, though, because that's... Speak for yourself, because I took action today. I liquidated. I have small stocks. I sold 85% of them today. 85%. Okay, that's good. But I'm talking about property. You think that you out just because you paid off your property, you own it? No, you own a fraction of it. Look at your look at your paperwork. You're a tenant on the land. You're, you don't actually own it. Well, it's there's like a you deed. You actually own your car. You own a fraction of your car, too. You still sign your title over to the state, and the state, you know, you still have to go to the state. No, to get I don't. The title when I own that. my, I have the I'm title of my car. I'm saying that understand how the law works in this country. The uh, law I, is land, air, and water law, and none of us know anything about it. Well, you have to pay taxes in order to keep. You have to pay a variety of taxes, but you do have a deed in property, and you do own the property. But now, your point philosophically is right because the government and the state have the power of taxation, and that's why corrupt states do not abide by an ad valorem tax, and that's why I got out of Illinois. And now my property is in a much better state. So don't give people the hopeless sense that it's only, it's, it's the law of no, America. I'm not no, I'm not the hopeless sense, but what I'm saying is people need to understand the law and how this country is working under a yeah. corporation that dupes them. You don't have the report. Well, that's why you don't finance things. But listen, stop. I'm trying to trying to explain this. We don't have a republic. We haven't had a public for over 100 years. Yeah, yet, but you, we have all these fools on conservative radio saying, who's a republic? We don't have a republic. We are run by a corporation. Well, we've been undermined. We it's not a corporation. I think, I think you're taking talking points and you're not understanding the difference between lean theory and title the theory. Difference. Really? Then what's the difference between Florida and Illinois? Lean theory and title theory. These are the differences. This is why states that can be run efficiently and run in American principles. The other states that are lean theory are states like Illinois. And that's a state to be set up for all kinds of corruption and all kinds of scandal. But there is a difference. Florida is not a free state either. It's not a republic like Texas or Alabama. Okay. No, of course it is. It's still run by the corporation and still has privy to the well, corporation. If your corporation is the United States government, you might be right. But it's been infiltrated. I think you're conflating different aspects that you need to get straight. Mike in Sherville. John, I want to tell you something. I told you about the invisible hand last week. This very fact that they invaded um, Mar-a-Lago, and I talked to all my friends. When Trump has a rally and he gets all these people and his candidates get their nominations, do you really think they're going to allow Congress to uh, be, have a Republican majority? It, it's not going to happen in November. They can't afford it. Well, I, you know, and, and to invoke some uh, tidbits of what Candace was saying, it doesn't right. mean it doesn't mean anything if you have a Republican like Mitch McConnell. It doesn't mean anything if you have a a politician who says I'm a Republican. Think of the scum that were elected for the Tea Party from Illinois. You had the scum Irish gypsy Joe Walsh. You have the scum Adam Kinzinger. These are guys that were supposed to do something about Obamacare and the debt and all the rest of it. But they went there and did nothing and participated in the corruption. Now Adam Kinzinger has a pack, and Joe Walsh will hit his mother in the face with a shovel for 50 cents. So they're two scumbags. So you have to send the right people there. So that's what the difference is. And, you know, this is... 
This is the point. I, I get a lot of flack from, you know, I, I make fun of him, but I love him. Kevin, two times in Texas. I have family like this. And, you know, you got you to gotta be more optimistic. Well, you do, but only if you're giving people the proper direction. If you are involved in a state that has adopted the corruption, become used to the corruption, tolerates the corruption, and now asks for more of it because they want in on it, that's a, that's a loser state. I'm really about either you are a principled American or you're a mafia member. That's, that's, that, that's the difference. You can only have those two options. And that's to the point you're where... You're the only I, guy with the proper amount of outrage on the radio. Well, because I know what's happened, the bastardization of principles. And I saw it undeniable... Right. And Republicans partook in it. And I'll tell you what I mean. The fact that this country, and this is where I'm going to go after Trump, and Trump had the audacity to say, you are not your own property. You are a property of us, and we deem you to go on ice. Game over, brother. The rest is just the managing of the decline of the principle. The country doesn't have a principle anymore. And you're seeing it over and over and over again. And that's where my gripe is. And I, I appreciate the call, Mike. You know, I love it. And I'll tell you what I mean. There was in the 80s a chance to rectify problems because the country still had a principle. Even the 80s Democrats, you hear them, come on, they sound like conservatives today. But they understood the principle of something. Have you ever heard of an economy being taxed into prosperity? I haven't. The United States has risen from the depths of in 2016, Tennessee had a $2 billion surplus. How do they do that? They have no income tax. They have low sales tax. How do they do that? The Laffer Curve is about the most recognizable economics graph of modern history. I mean, even the people who hate it call it that. <laughs> Why do they hate it? Because it thwarts them from taking control of your lives. The Keynesians say the government drives the economy. Arthur says, no, private sector drives the economy. This is the principle. So now we are dragged off into this deep sea of virtue signaling, of this understanding that America has adopted the philosophy, it is righteous to extort the property of those people you disagree with. It is righteous. Release the hounds. Send them out. What do you need? More agents? Go ahead. You need more corruption? Go ahead. So it's lost its philosophy. And now you are in the deep waters of totalitarianism. Now just pick your favorite leader. And in there lies the problem. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Everyone's mad at me for texting me. I love that. I understand not everybody can leave. I get it. But recognize the problem. That fat bastard, what has he done to the people of Illinois? Wrong about everything. Seized every aspect of your property. Put you under house arrest. And he's still in the lead. Are you kidding me? It's outrageous. Illinoisans had a sense of what it meant to be Americans. You would not even consider. You would have voted to impeach Pritzker, let alone... Oh, I don't know if he's up in the polls. Up in the polls. That's why you know the state's full of sewer rats, formerly known as Democrats. Uh, Jake in Kenosha. Hey, Sean. Um, I don't know if you've seen the news, but um, Representative Scott Perry, a GOPer from Pennsylvania, 
yep. a member of the a founding member of the Freedom Caucus, had his cell phone confiscated by the FBI today when he was with his wife and children. He should have known when he said he was a part of the Freedom Caucus, he would be a target by the Federal Bureau of Intimidation. Yes. And it's like the, the, the muscle that these people are flexing right now, this is a complete power play, and they are, they are turning into the Stasi of the Democratic Party. Well, that's why Nancy Pelosi said that the Chinese people are the freest in the, in the, in the world. Just ask. I mean, you, you, this, is, this is the mafia they built. That's why, in a certain sick way, admire it. Think about what they did. You know, I started my show on uh, on Monday. Think about what they did. They they took the trajectory of the nations of the energy sector and they took it over, and they corrupted it with garbage that doesn't work and nobody wants. But you're going to be forced into it. It's like the vaccine. Only this time, it's for energy. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get plugged in one way or another. <laughs> you know. That's why, Jake. There are twenty two states suing the federal government and putting up a fight the convention of the states one of my favorite things it's the it's the ideological way to push back and embrace the enlightenment and recognize this obvious obvious organized syndicate called the democrat mafia thank you very much uh bill displains hey sean how you doing good bill how are you good Hey, so I was reading in the uh, Declaration of Independence, the grievances, and do uh, you think I'd be wrong in saying the CDC, the IRS, the FBI, <laughs> have more or less become appointments of King George's offices? We are unmoored from I, I, those principles. We are unmoored, I, I, and this is a problem that we've been experiencing for the last 20 years, and we've been unmoored by both Republicans and Democrats. Yeah, I mean, I, this is just, you know... I. People think this document is fiction. It's still alive today. I wish people would read it and understand what our nation went through to stop this kind of crap. Yeah, I agree. And the problem is when you don't understand it, you don't you you don't support it, you don't protect it, and before you know it, you got to do it all over again. And that's the that's the saddest part of it all. Yeah, I know it won't work from history, and it's right there. It's playing out again. And up until uh, yesterday, right. up until yesterday, yeah. I would not, yeah. I would not have supported Trump because he he was the head of the country when they shut down our rights, our liberties, and that's why I would not yeah, have supported. I, up until yesterday, after that raid, I'd vote for him again. So what they yeah, did worked because it solidified the hatred against him as well, and that was the goal. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have lost yeah. some of their own party. Some of their own party wouldn't have liked to have been shut down. Thanks for the call. Peter, Joliet. Yes, uh, the eighty thousand plus IRS agents. Uh huh. I think that they're gonna they're gonna get after the the entire conservative Republican Party. Yes, I, I you agree know as you. well, buddy. You you can pull you can pull a freedom of information uh, uh, item for all primary voters to yeah. see what ballot they pull. You know who proved you right, Peter? Her name was Lois Lerner. She had a mole on her face and looked like somebody from Matilda. And yeah. she was forced into retirement. And I believe may live down here in Florida, but she lives on the East Coast. That's where we put all the ugly people in Democrats. Thank you very much, Peter. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... 
With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. The reason I was so uh, proud of being an American in my youth is because I was under the assumption that law was my shield, the honest man's shield. That this kind of third world banana republic nonsense that we see on a daily basis could never happen in this country. And I recognized there were actually good people in government. I remember the 70s. I remember the 80s. I remember the 90s. As regardless of what the ideology may have been, of the lawyer in government, of the investigator in government. They were more in love with the principle of law being the shield of the honest man than they were the power of tyranny. At least that's what I thought. The reason I thought that was because I was aware of people who worked in government, like my next guest, John O'Connor, who is the author of Postgate. He's also the host of the Mysteries of Watergate podcast. But before that, he actually represented America when they took on the cartel of energy, OPEC, in the 70s. And right when I read that, I loved them. John O'Connor, how are you, my friend? Hey, great. Good to be with you. You know, when you see this, John, and you spent your entire career about the principles of the Enlightenment, American law, which is what it's based on, and you see this kind of third-world banana republic garbage, does it just make you as angry as me? Well, it makes me very angry and really probably more sadness than anger because I realize this is not going to end anytime soon. Um, Think of this. I've I've been trying to think about what is so immoral about what's happening. And there's no doubt that our government has, uh, our government agents are just really very partisan now. They're being rewarded for it. There's There's no punishment for doing um you know fisa gate unless you happen to have a special prosecutor and even then we don't know but what i look at it is i I look at this and i say from plato onward philosophers have asked the question what will men do when they're invisible will they do the right thing will they be moral and most of them say no (laughs) they're not going to be moral now why does this have what does this have to do with today well for most purposes, practical purposes, uh, Hunter Biden, what Hunter Biden's done has been more or less invisible. You don't hear much about it, and there's certainly no shock or outrage, nothing really happening, and yet now we're doing this thing with Trump and his documents when, in fact, two of our biggest geopolitical uh, rivals have compromised our president. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And so... It makes me sad because the media drives this. The media drives it. You know, I'm from from Chicago. And you learn in Chicago how embedded they have this word clout. I'm not even sure if it exists outside of Chicago. And what that is is how connected you are to the organized political mafia. You have clout. You get away with all kinds of shenanigans contracts, phony baloney insider deals, and then you get your moron relative who has a cork on his fork at Thanksgiving so he doesn't poke his own eye out. He becomes in charge of, like, McCormick Place and the rest of it. 
This is something that I always was disgusted by, but I always had this assumption that the rest of the country rejected it as well. When you realize how much of the country wants in on that scam, you start to realize that the mafia is not a couple of Italian guys in an Italian neighborhood talking about the Monday night spread. The mafia is our political system. And when you see that the judge who signed off on the warrant was then Epstein's lawyer, then went back into government when he left government to cut the special deal for Epstein. I mean, am I am I too pessimistic at this point or am I just too aware? No, not at all. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, when I worked in Washington many, many years ago, it was still a small town. Now, if you go down K Street and other places, it's not just in D.C. It's all this is spread out to Virginia, Maryland. But you think about how many lobbyists or so-called nonprofits or advocacy groups, you name it, they're all feeding off the tit of the taxpayer, and they're helping get stuff uh, through Congress. How many people, just think about where this money is going for green energy. <laughs> These people are piggies at the trough. That's all there is to it. And nobody nobody pays any attention to it. Oh, we're going to make the world clean. We're just spending $300 million, uh, billion dollars for that. And then we're going to, oh, oh, yeah, we're going to reduce inflation, too. Now, people say, does anybody say, where is this $750 billion going? What is actually, who's going to get it? And I just bet you that before the a dollar reaches a deserving hand, <laughs> yeah. 95 cents of it is going someplace else. And, you know, this is the biggest change since you were involved in government. This is the biggest change. The average ordinary American, the ordinary man and woman, had a certain disgust for government bankrupting themselves, their children, and their children's children. This is now something that the American people, I think it's unquestionable they're dumber or they're more corrupt, but it's to me it's dumber because you have these, these bills that guarantee bankruptcy of yourself and your kids. They have to confiscate this money. You have ingrained in the bill is an, is an absolute that they're going to come after everybody as they hire more extortionists. I, can, we, can we rectify this? I mean, people are going to be outraged, or do we have to wait for them to actually get their property stolen from them by the government to get outraged? What do you foresee? Well, well, first of all, people have to raise their voice. But the second thing has to happen is the media has to report it. And neither of those uh, conditions are assured. Let's put it that way. And then if you did get the right elected representatives and everything else, there's going to be a lot of harm done between now and when we get a different government in. So think how much harm it's one. It's, it's, you know, it's very easy to harm a country indelibly. All it takes is the first day, uh, just as a wild example, first day in office you say oh we're not going to lease out any oil lands anymore (laughs) and we're going to have a war on fossil fuels well guess what what do do the markets do they seize up they they say oh there's not going to be any supply coming prices go up and of course because you really are restricting drilling and so forth uh you know people are all paying we're paying these tremendous taxes at the at the pump for these green dreams of these really they're basically idiots i mean i know a lot about climate change they're idiots the whole the case hasn't been proven and certainly nothing 
And everybody seems to agree that even if you do all these things that they recommend, nothing's going to happen to the to the weather. Um, so it, it is really foolish, but there are a lot of little piggies there in the trough. And, and so our, I think our biggest problem is civic awareness, and that comes from a media. And we have to – I don't know what, what, what more we can do, uh, but hopefully – our airwaves will get better. I think CNN's trying, however, you know, haltingly and clumsily to try to get more neutral. But it's it's going to be hard to do. I mean, you know, what do you do with Don Lemon, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, his sexual proclivities make him unfireable. Uh, here's something that, though, the, the optimistic aspect of your life and what you've seen and what you were a witness to firsthand. You were a witness to the revolution against the corruption, which at the time in the country was as hopeless. And uh, the numbers were quite smaller, but still we were uh, in financial problems in the late 60s, early 70s, all the way through the 80s. And then you had the turnaround. I am always ultimately hopeful that there can be a turnaround. I think, though, through the philosophy of the American who used to view his property uh, with a certain integrity that they didn't want it to be impugned. Do you think that we've now been so blessed since the 80s through the, the boom of Reaganomics that maybe we have to go through some real financial hardship to get that mentality back of those people who suffered through the Great Depression and said, I'm not in on your scam of social security, yeah. that's socialism. Do you think maybe we just need to go through the hurting to get the integrity back in the people? Well, I, I wish it were so. But I don't think so. And I do think that eventually Hispanics in this country will be fairly conservative. There's no doubt about it. They're, they're going that way now. But what the Democrats have done quite deliberately and advisedly is they've tried to change the deck. They've tried to, uh, uh, and we don't have the same population we had that elected Ronald Reagan. That's, that's one of the problems, and we don't have the same political system. Now, I think eventually the hope is, my great hope is in the Hispanic community, because I think these are, you know, church-going, yeah. hard-working people, and I think that's real good. It's just, they're, right now, though, we have, they have substituted in for what used to be, you know, pretty well-educated folks. Um, so, I mean, I think eventually we can get there, but that's the only road, I think, would be to have that sort of coalition going on because right now think about it we're being controlled by 30 percent of the population most people don't believe in this garbage that's being uh, spewed out of washington but they all are in thrall of the people you know in moral authority i would call that the people in academia the people in the media who are always preaching to them about being woke and being this and making sure you know you don't uh uh, spew out any more atoms of carbon dioxide than you need to. It's really sort of silly. I should say molecules, but anyway. Yeah, I've got a book. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep you. When we hang up, I want um, my honey bunny producer to send you a book. Uh, I'm working with uh, Jerome Corsi. He wrote the book. I'm working to promote it. We have him on every week, and we discuss it. And the, you know, the the true science is unarguable. And on that true science, it is an indictment of the green energy. Eco-Nazis, as I call them. You'll love it. Oh, oh, yeah, it is. And Jerome, of course, he's a good guy. You're working with a good guy there. Yeah. His book, his new book, The Truth About um, Energy and Climate Change, uh, is really fantastic. You're gonna, I'm going to send it to you. 
But um, more importantly, uh, yesterday was the anniversary of when Richard Nixon resigned. If Richard Nixon had the, first of all, he'd be considered an altar boy compared to, to, to what we have going on now. But if Richard Nixon had the protection of the Sunday shows, of the papers, would he have ever had to resign? Oh, of course not. And, and you know, what, what I talk about in my two books, Postgate and now The Mysteries of Watergate, what I talk about is that if people s- simply had known the truth, they'd known the truth with all the warts on it. I mean, there are some warts because they went along with John Dean's stupid schemes to lie and, 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 and so forth to, uh, to cover up, and they never knew what they were covering up. Uh, but essentially... Um, Watergate was uh, Nixon never would have gone had the had the media been honest. Is what I'm telling you, yeah. uh, and that's why I wrote these books because we have to be understanding that we just can't accept uh, some of the pablum that we're being fed. It's just it's really terrible. Whether it's climate change, that's it, that, those are trillion dollar uh, idiocies right there. And then, of course, you get things about, you know, think about Russiagate. How badly were, were at least a lot of the Americans fooled by by uh, Russiagate? Um, so I, I think if if Nixon had a truthful media, he would be down as one of our greatest presidents. An odd guy, maybe a guy that got a little tarnish on him because he went along with the scheme of yeah, his, I don't like him because lawyer, of the EPA. Yeah, I'm not. You know, he created that thing with an EO. And that son of a gun is one of the biggest problems in our country. So that's why I never liked it. And I never liked the connection to Prescott Bush. I never liked that son of a gun. I think he made Joe Kennedy look like an altar boy. But I could be crazy. Huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but at least those guys are those guys make the present administration, uh, and, you know, they, they and, look yeah. good in comparison. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about. You you know, you were in America in a very tumultuous time. You were a lawyer. Um at that time. Is there, in your opinion, a scandal that could ever bring down a Democrat politician again? Because this is this is unbelievable. We've got the crack smoking son of the president videotaping himself with Russian hookers. We've got evidence beyond the shadow of a doubt of a foreign entity, an oligarch bribing the Bidens directly. We've got $31 million traceable from the Chinese communist government to the Biden family. I mean, He's the Teflon Don. What the hell? Is there ever going to be a scandal again? Well, that's the problem. That's the problem because you have to prosecute that scandal. You have to investigate it. You know there's plenty of evidence of payments and so forth and so on, uh, but but uh, you know, nobody's investigating. Why aren't they investigating? Because nobody's calling for it. Nobody in the press and the media is saying, you've got you, you to do this so that Biden would be forced to do it. Uh, you know, during Watergate, the Senate was forced to investigate, uh, as was the House. Uh, but now you don't get that. So uh, it's it's really it's really too bad because now you can do anything you want. Like I say, these guys are invisible. Uh, it, I, it, it looks like Biden is taking half of what his son gets on his various schemes. That's what the... Well, that explains the DuPont get. Mansion and the Seaside Estate. And this is the other thing that makes me sick. These bums, bums! They make 175 grand a year. They're all worth tens of millions of dollars. I mean, come on, John. What would a, what would an attorney do in the 70s? 
just presented right. with your ordinary Congress moron like Adam Kinzinger, who's got a political action committee and he's a sitting congressman. I mean, haven't we just lost the sense of right and wrong? Well, of course. And I think Biden is just he knew it. He knew he was in Washington. He was in a swamp. He never was really able to cash in on much until he became vice president. But boy, it's like he didn't even he didn't he didn't blink an eye. He didn't hesitate. He was getting in there, digging in with both hands. I mean, the evidence is like, for instance, Hunter Biden's his stake in this in the um, Chinese company uh, in the Chinese investment fund, Bohai (laughs) Harvest, Bohai Harvest. That thing, let's say that thing is now worth three billion. It's probably worth more, but let's say it's worth three billion. And they're going to get good fees. They're going to get two percent. Uh, annually and plus 20% of the profits. 2% of $3 billion, figure that one out. I, I, I think that's... It's $100 million, rough give or take. Wow, $80 million, 80, yeah. 80 to $100 yeah. Million. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then let's say in any deal. year, let, let's say in any year, they make $500 million, which is real easy because they're favored investments, favored by the Chinese government. So what is 20% of $500 million? $10 million. $100 million. Oh, yeah, $100 yeah. Million. So you I'm take sorry, all those up, and all, all Hunter gets... For this, let's say it's two hundred million in a year that they make. He gets ten percent of that. Now you got to pay for phones and and uh, topping machines and so forth and so on. But there's an awful lot of income there, and yeah, that he a lot is of crack. now. So now, who does the problem is? If it's just making money, that's one thing. But if they now are compromised, if the Bidens are now compromised, so that they can't do anything on Taiwan. And which I think is the case. Um, and if the Bidens were so compromised in Russia, uh, regarding Russia, same thing. They're compromised. And so Biden sits there, and, you know, I'm not saying we should have started a war, but we could have done some saber rattling. We could have done a lot of things to try to uh, get Putin away from this idea. Yeah. But once again, action is stalled by the corruption of the regime. And then no one says anything about it. Do you ever read an article where where people talk about Biden being corrupted on China? You never hear it. No. Uh, yes, this is a big deal. What would happen? I mean, Trump. If Trump has a couple Saudi princes stay at his hotel, where he's going to profit by probably seventy two cents when everything washes out. Oh, that's terrible. He had Saudi princes stay at his hotel. Yeah. But <laughs> but but you get a couple hundred million dollars from your you know, for your biggest enemy, nothing, nothing to see here. It's all disinformation, Russian disinformation, isn't it? I mean, so, so that's why it's important for guys like you that have some space on the, on the air to keep fighting the good fight. Yeah. Well, I got a good lawyer. His name's John O'Connor. You know, you're on retainer, (laughs) even though you don't know. Uh, John, listen, I, I, I am so proud of what you've done with your life and what you continue to do and that you come on my show. I could talk to you for hours, but I ran out of time. I hope you don't mind, and I hope you'll come back soon. John O'Connor, I so appreciate you. Love to. Love to come back. Take care now. You too, my friend. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right, I'm in the mood for a little stones in that back half hour. you got to be kidding me, man. We only got a half hour left. Fastest show on radio. I was thinking about Rachel Maddow. 
Not in the sick and disgusting way. Not in the fact that she makes $100,000 a day to spew that nonsense. And she only holds a job because of her sexual proclivities. But about what she was saying in writing things down so that your great-grandkids and your grandkids can read them. Here's what I want you to take as comfort. We are right. And history vindicates the righteous. History will prove this time to be the darkest time in, modern, in American history, the, the most corrupt, the most open and notorious and undeniable corrupt time in American history. We will survive this because ultimately these stupid, corrupt, political whores, mafia members of the government gangsters, they will show themselves undeniable. This thing that they're avoiding, this polishing of dung that LBJ could, said couldn't be done, this will reveal itself. All of it. And all of it will end. All of it. You're just going to have to hang on. You're going to have to prepare yourself. You're going to have to protect yourself. And the one thing you're going to have to always recognize is that when a government can be this obvious in its persecution of political opposition, you are the target. If you're listening to this show, you are the target. Protect yourself. Liquidate. Go into hibernation. That's the best advice anybody could give you. Because for me to tell you everything's going to be all right and the law is on your side, if it was, what we're watching wouldn't be happening. This moron with dementia, this non-blinking political whore for 50 years, apparatchik of organized labor mafia unions. The spending, none of it would be allowed. All of it can be reversed. All of it can be stopped. A very good friend, very smart friend of mine said, you know how long it takes to hire 87,000 people? You know how long it takes to get it up to speed? You know how much it's going to take to be funded? It can all be ripped out. The key is to make sure it's ripped out. This is your time to not make the mistakes of the Tea Party where you sent Irish gypsy frauds like Joe Walsh, morons, morons like Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. Wasn't she part of that too? Of course she was. This is the time to vet the individual and bring it back to those principles. Individuals, no party politics. It's the time to demand that we never have to live through another Mitch McConnell. And Kevin McCarthy, you think he's a nice guy? I don't care what you think of him. He's a loser. He's the one who allowed those congressmen, those Republicans, to support all the spending, to rubber stamp all the abuses. He's got to go and demand representation. Demand the republic. And remember who the boss is. It's you. It's not K Street. It certainly isn't these political whores. Just hibernate and get ready for Election Day. 312-642-5600. Teresa, you're first when I get back. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, Squirrel, I'm thinking about driving over to Mar-a-Lago. You know what I mean? I got a custom Speedo. I'll wear it for the FBI. It says kiss it on the back. I just got to hope Kamala's not there. She'll be chasing me around. In the meantime, smoke a big cigar, make fun of the FBI, and their God. Excuse me. Excuse me. That's Joe Biden. You sound great. There's always the Grim Reaper get us out of this jam. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I want to take another sip of water. Yeah, you better take a sip of water, you half man. There he is. 
Well, let's see what he's excited about. You know, NATO was formed out of the wreckage of World War II, as we all know. Uh-huh. Where war, uh-huh. you know, it had... Uh-oh. Look, just be straight about it. Uh-oh. Went off script. Wars have repeatedly riven the continent and engulfed the world in conflicts. And- What's riven the continent? What's riven mean? You, do me a favor. Could you look up riven? I like the old president, what he said about NATO. Germany is just paying a little bit over 1%. Whereas the United States, in actual numbers, is paying 4.2% of a much larger GDP. So I think that's inappropriate also. You know, we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting everybody. And yet we're paying a lot of money to protect. Now, this has been going on for decades. This has been brought up by other presidents, but other presidents never did anything about it. Because I don't think they understood it, or they just didn't want to get involved. Or they weren't on the crime. And that's why the FBI raided his house. And that's why they got to get him out. Right there. Isn't that right? Good old Uncle Joe. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, you sound great. And he's still alive. Teresa, Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. How are you? Funny, was it? I'm good. Yeah, um, he is. You know, Commander in chief. The flum. I know, right? Biden the phlegm. Maybe I just stumbled onto his Secret Service nickname. Phlegm is moving to the helicopter. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. I like it. Right. Um, you know, listening to your interview with John O'Connor, which was great, by the way. He's a smart man, uh, common sense. Um, I think not only are Americans dumber, but they're apathetic. And you put the two of those together, it's a recipe for complete <laughs> you disaster. Get, you get a Democrat. You put the two of those together, you get a Democrat. And you get utopias like the sewer of Chicago. By the yep. way, are you staying safe in the Gold Coast? You know, it's not quite as shiny as it used to be. Oh, no, it isn't. No, it is not. Uh, yeah, I'm staying safe, but no, right. it's not the same as so it used to be. So after yesterday's call of you praising your ex-husband, I'm curious, did he call you today? No, no, oh, uh, he didn't, damn. but that's okay. I, I wanted to have a love <laughs> connection okay. segment. All right, we're going to work on all kinds of ways to advance. <laughs> Teresa, you know I love when you call. Thank you very much. Trish, it's ladies' night. Hi, Trish. Hi, Sean. So liquidating your assets, you talked about that. And where can I find more information about that? Because what do you do with, you know, the money that you get from liquidating your you assets? You got to think like the. You got to think like Robert De Niro and Heat. Guy told me one time, "Don't let yourself get attached to anything you are not willing to walk out on in thirty seconds flat if you feel the heat around it." That's what you got to start thinking like. What do you mean you liquidate? Okay. You got you have your four hundred one k. You call up your guy, even if you're in a company. Go to cash. Go to cash. I want everything in cash. Take all your money out of the market if you got money. Put it in bonds or simply cash out. They can't stop you from cashing out. Your house and your paid-off real estate. This is when you think like a real scumbag, like Alexi Janulius. You think like him, and you leverage it through your bank for everything it's worth. You take the money when when real estate implodes in these sewer states. You do the Democrat payoff. You walk away. Deed in lieu. Keys. Or you rent it out and wait for them to foreclose on it, like all the Democrat scum, like Tony Resco and his kid. Buying ten million dollar properties. Well, of course, you don't have the mm-hmm. fix in the city of Chicago. Take that money and you put it in a good state, and you put it, give it to your kids. You're better off giving it away. They're going to take it anyway. Burn it down. That's what I say. Or okay. get ready to. Or get ready to. 
Because what good right. is it going to do you? You know, you're, you're in Lake Geneva. It's a little better run state. You still got your problems. You got uh, you Orville, Orville Ruddenbacher on meth, your governor. You got to get him out of there. <laughs> and in the meantime, if you don't, but you, you prepare yourself. Prepare yourself because, you know, I, I got a family member gets very upset with me. Not everybody could leave. I get that. But what you can do is position your kids not to take it. We have to take it. We're adults. We made the choice. We couldn't leave. Whatever. Break the chain so your kids can get out. That's my advice to you. Because those states, like Art Laffer was talking about, Tennessee runs a surplus. That's why everyone's moving there. No taxes. How do they do it? They're honest. They wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't stand for the Democrat way of life, the scum that they are, the mafia ruining your existence, taxing you into oblivion, using you as a pigeon. You gotta make it you got a choice in life. You could be the pigeon or you could be a free man. I choose freedom. Thank you, Trish. Love the call. Nick in Kenosha. Hey, Sean. I was just calling you you set, mentioned Joe Walsh and uh I remember listening to him and I kinda liked him just because of his fervor. Con man. But absolute yeah, Irish yeah. gypsy con man. In fact, he was on yeah. Vice. I, I went home for the weekend, I was flipping around the TV. He was on Vice talking about about Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh didn't know Joe Walsh was a gum on his shoe. He had no idea who he was. And now he's an expert because he's a Democrat. Go ahead. Well, I just I just remember him saying that he didn't run as a Republican. He ran as an independent Tea Party. He ran as a con what did, artist. What, did the, what was that R doing next to his name, name plaque? Arguing next to his name plaque? I never looked at his name plaque. <laughs> An R. So oh. he, was, he, was, he was a Republican. Come on, Joe Walsh has been a con man since he was a kid. Since he was a kid, I got a buddy who went to high school with him. He was always a charlatan, Irish gypsy liar. And, you know, that's why the women in his life always walked around with that look on their face like they thought orgasm was a planet next to Pluto. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Yep, going to Mar-a-Lago. My speedo that says, kiss it, on the back. Think you'll notice me walking around with a cigar? Maybe I should just go there. I think they'll let me through the gates. After all, they let the FBI through. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Want to take another sip of water? Yeah. Why don't you take a swim in the glass, you rat bastard? Tom in Blue Island. Man, Sean, that clip is crazy. That's the president of the United States. He sounds great, like a man. Did you see him trying to get his oh jacket on outside the helicopter yesterday? Dr. Jill. Oh, yeah, that was the craziest. I, I showed it to the guys all day. They were That's crying, awesome. laughing. It's awesome. There he is, the perfect hey, Sean, picture of a Democrat. I got two quick things for you. One of them, I emailed you uh, uh, something that you're going to get a kick out of from the 70s with O.J. Simpson and Bruce Jenner in it. But the reason I called, <laughs> I want to get a little sideways with, uh, right. with Trump in reference to the lockdowns. Because, right. Sean, I just don't think, I don't think, and I mean, obviously the lockdowns are wrong. I don't think... There's anything else that guy could have done. Poppy every died. death they would have cruised. Every death they would they have blamed anyway. on him, buddy. They did all that anyway. They did it all anyway. Yeah. You had to govern. He had to recognize the climate. He You're was right. In. He had to do what DeSantis did here, what mayors did in, in Democrat areas, and that is say, I'm not doing anything to my people. Then you would have yep. you would have had the love of the people that you have now anyway. 
Listen, you I have to agree. You know, here's the problem a lot of people make. Stop looking for the approval of people that hate you. If you're a fracking Democrat, yep. right here with your opinion, you rat bastard. You think I give a rip what a Democrat who votes for Pritzker or Lightfoot or Daly or the rest of these wannabe fat-ass gangsters thinks? The butter-handed pansies? You want to be a gangster? Let's go out in the parking lot. In the meantime, you're going to rule me with your signature? Right here with your opinion, you rat bastard. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Don in Chicago. Yeah, talking about this new BS bill that they passed that's supposed to cut inflation. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. It's going to raise the price oh of my everything. God. You're going to love it. Two points you want to make in that one is supposed to hire thousands of IRS agents. Well, at yeah. the speed the government works, that'll probably take a few years before they can figure out how to do that. I can't yeah. imagine the cluster that's going to be. Number Here's what you two, do, Don. They said they're going to get taxes from taxing corporations. Yeah. Well, corporations aren't going to pay this year's tax for another nine months. So in other words, they ain't going to have no money to do this for like nine, yeah. ten months. And then there's another thing they could do. It's called file bankruptcy and go out of business. What are you going to do? Corporations don't exist. People do. Thank you, Don. I appreciate it very much. What do you expect? All right. <coughs> Get it out, Joe. Get it out! Robert in Bloomingdale. Yep, that's why you got this guy who's coughing and hacking on everybody. He doesn't know where he's at, who he is. Yeah. This is all, this Marilago, Fernago was just a strong arm by the radical... I agree, uh, but let's take advantage of it, Robert. I want you to look for me this weekend in a shark true speedo that says, kiss it on the back with Kamala Harris chasing me around the pool. I'll be back 21 hours. Excuse <laughs> me. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.